0: Welcome to Aligned Attraction, the go-to intimacy podcast for powerful women. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Lee Noto, master intimacy coach and psychedelic therapist, and I help powerful women like you unleash your wild feminine power so you can create heart-throbbing love. Each week, you'll hear from me and other experts on love, sex, and relationships, and I'll also coach women like you to create the most delicious transformation in their love lives. You ready? Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Way of the High Priestess. This episode going to be different than any episode I've ever recorded. And just a few notes, you may hear some noise in the background. Ani and I just moved into a new house and there are other houses in the area that are under construction. So if you hear some noise, that's what you're hearing. New creation underway. And I'm coming to this episode with a a deep layer of sensitivity, a deep unraveling and vulnerability. So it's possible and very likely that I will cry. I'm gonna be talking about some really deep aspects of myself and my relationship today. As you know, the way of the High Priestess is all about the path to revealing our High Priestess within. This version of us who is empowered, who takes radical personal responsibility, who is in integrity with themselves, who walks their talk, who is an exemplary woman of her word, who is open-hearted, who's willing to see herself, who is in service to the world and to others. There are so many facets of this archetype that I have I've studied, that I have learned to embody, and that I have yet to learn to embody. And I want to be transparent in saying that because I do not have it all figured out. Yes, I've built my business around this archetype, and a part of that journey is in the becoming in the remembering that underneath all of my own stuff, that is who I have the potential to create myself to be. So on this episode, I want to talk specifically about relationships and the high priestess in romantic partnership, this idea of creating a power couple partnership and where my relationship is at right now. So some of you who've been tuning in may know that the, the main crux of my work is helping women become an energetic match for power couple partnership. In other words, how do we become the woman who has and who creates power couple partnership? You think of like Jay-Z and Beyonce or Barack and Michelle, right? Both people in the partnership are equally powerful. They both contribute. They both serve in whatever ways they serve there isn't one who's standing in the shadow of the other how do we as women balance our own masculine power in our work in our careers in business and finances and also show up to relationships with an open heart with a willingness To surrender and soften in the way that most of us long for. We long to have both. It is not only that we want to show up in business as the powerhouse badass babe that we are. It is also that we want to surrender. We want to be led. We want to really know the power of our own feminine energy because we are probably pretty aware of the power of our masculine energy. So that's some context setting. I want to take a, a tangential tour into my relationship and where I have been in these past two years, because it's a really important part of the story and the work that I do. So these past two years have been a roller coaster, and I haven't spoken much about my relationship on this podcast, though I have on other people's podcasts and on social media. But my relationship with Ani has been so dynamic. It has been one of the most challenging, trying experiences of my life. for many, many reasons. And the main one that I want to talk about is the process that I'm going through right now, the journey that I'm on. The state of my relationship right now is extremely sensitive. We are at a true breaking point. And we're at a juncture where there our choices to be made. And I will speak only for myself in this episode because I see a lot of choices ahead of me in terms of whether or not this relationship continues on in good health or whether or not it continues on at all. But let me speak for what I have seen has destroyed intimacy in the relationship. And I trust that when I share this, there will be pieces and morsels for you to pick up on, perhaps that you've experienced in your relationship that you have contributed to, that you've seen in your parents' relationship. The the biggest aspect that has created my current state of affairs in my relationship is wounding that I have not yet learned to transcend or have not yet chosen to transcend. So the state of my relationship is in in critical. It's in a, a critical place right now. And the thing that I have found most is, is this idea of a mother wound. This deep, deep wounding that I received very early on in my childhood in relationship with my mother. Now, the details of my relationship with my mother are probably less important, but what I can say is, in the critical years of my life, when I really, really needed her presence and when I needed her love and nurture and when I needed her to be there, she wasn't. And a lot of our relationship in those early years was based on withdrawal of love, punishment, so that I would perform in a way that she deemed fit. Now, I really trust that she was doing her best, and I trust that she did better than her mom did with her and that she tried to make improvements. And, you know, as a young child, I still needed love and nurture, and I just didn't receive it. What that has led me to create throughout my life as an adult are similar experiences to what my parents have created in their relationship. Now, what I've come to learn about myself is that disconnection and separation and space is actually what has felt safe for me. Intimacy and closeness have not felt safe for my entire life. And that is because I did not have intimacy and closeness with my own mother, the person that we are typically most bonded with on a biological and emotional level. Because I didn't have that, the way I created intimate relationships throughout my life was modeling the relationship that I had with my mother. Now, unbeknownst to me for most of my life until this relationship with Ani, I didn't see the patterns. I thought I had relatively healthy relationships, and in many respects I did. However, there were patterns of destruction, of withdrawal, of separation, of punishment that were woven into the fabric of all of my relationships. And the ones where I didn't see those dynamics become present are the ones in which I never really let that person get close enough to me. Now I've had this long held belief that I'm not good enough. And so many of us suffer with that untrue fact that, you know, I I shouldn't even say it's a fact with that untruth And this is something that I I have carried subconsciously. Now, if you were to ask me consciously, do I think I'm not enough? I'd say absolutely not. I am a phenomenal person in many respects. However, there are parts of us that operate behind the curtain, that run the show. This is the beneath the water, that 95% of the iceberg that is our subconscious. And because I didn't receive messaging or nurture Or, you know, the kind of love and care I needed growing up that would let me know that I am enough and that I don't have to prove my worthiness based on performance or the kinds of grades I get in school or how well I clean the house or, you know, if I'm skinny enough or pretty enough, I was led to believe the untruth that I'm not enough and that in order to be enough, I have to prove myself. I have to work twice as hard. I have to be a good girl. I have to behave. I have to be pretty. I have to be desirable. I have to be quiet enough or outspoken enough or smart enough. And on and on. And, you know, I say this sort of -of matter-of-factly, but this, these ideas ail so many of us. And while we may not be interacting with these ideas and beliefs on the day-to-day, they are running the show unless we have really done the, uh, the work to uncover the fact that this shit has been underneath all along. So for those who are listening, who have found themselves in relational dynamics where there are recurring patterns or where things just don't ever seem to work out or where there's blame and anger and resentment and projection, take a look at some of these underlying ideas that you may have about yourself or that you may have about others in the world around you. Where did those ideas come from? Where did those beliefs come from? And while they may not be apparent to you at the conscious thought of it, look to times in your life when you've had conflict or look to times when things didn't work out or when you felt really angry and see see what thoughts surround those events. See what beliefs surround those events. It may be some of the things that I'm talking about or it may be something else. But this deep, deep, Deep mother wound has played out in all of my relationships, in my business, in my finances, in this most dearest relationship to me, my relationship with Ani. And I have allowed it to destroy and destruct everything. And until recently, I had no idea, no idea that, that, that the depth of this pattern the stronghold that it has had on my entire life, because it is not just how I do one thing. It is how I have done everything because this is this pattern, this mother wound has been sewn into the fabric of my being. And I'm at a juncture now in my relationship with myself, with my business, with my, my beloved, Where I have a choice to make. Am I going to stay in the familiar zone of what I know, which is this pattern? I know it so well. I mean, I know it so well that I don't even know that I know it. Am I going to stay here in this comfort? Which, let me tell you, I have loved comfort. It can be really challenging to drop everything we know and everything that feels safe, even if it has felt painful in order to create something completely outside of our frame of reference, completely outside of the context of our entire lives when it comes to relationships, health, wealth, career, love, sex. And so what stands before me is the option to choose something that I have never chosen before and I don't even know what it looks like. What does this magnificent kind of relationship look like that isn't bound by trauma, that isn't bound by mother wounds and father wounds, that isn't bound by this idea of not enoughness or or not worthy or need to perform? What is this kind of relationship that is based on pure creation? that is based on connection instead of conflict, that is based on conscientiousness and intention instead of patterning and reaction? What is this business that is based on creation and service and is not based on the idea that my worthiness is tied to how many clients I have? What are finances that are associated with Limitlessness and abundance and exponential wealth and exponential growth and and service to the world, and not based on the idea of lack and scarcity and not enoughness and need to work hard and and run ourselves into the ground in order to earn a penny. What is this idea of optimal health and well being that is based on abundant energy, amazing sleep? awesome sex connection. And that isn't based on yo-yo dieting or judging ourselves every time we look in the mirror or thinking that we're only enough when we're pretty or desirable. Like, what does it mean to rewrite the paradigm of, of all of life, of every single area of life? Because there is no guidebook for it. There is no, we didn't get anything that tells us, hey, here's how you transcend the conditioning that you've been given by your parents. Bless them. They probably tried their best and still they fucked you up hardcore. And by the way, here's how you remember your true limitless potential. Here's how you remember that you are the embodiment of God. Here's how you remember that you are worthy of anything that you desire. There, there, nobody's telling us this. And it's nobody's responsibility to prove this to us. We are the only ones that can take hold of such a profound yet simple concept and say, I want that. That's that's for me. I'm worthy of, of this idea that I can have anything, that I can be anyone, that I can create myself moment to moment. And let me tell you what stands in the way of this. Let me tell you what has stood in the way for me. A lot of shame. Shame that I I I thought that I wasn't that I just wasn't this person. Shame that I thought I wasn't good enough or worthy enough. When I, you know, didn't show up the way I thought I needed to. Shame that I wasn't making the money I thought I needed to make to prove my worthiness, or that I wasn't desirable enough a lot of shame. Shame is the antithesis of growth, of pure transformation, of pure power, of wealth, of optimal health, of great sex. Shame is the antithesis of all of that. It has no place here. And it has to be welcomed into the conversation. There has to be a space for us to talk about the shame that we have felt, the shame that was rest upon us by our parents and their conditioning and their parents and their conditioning because nobody knew better. You know, in addition to that, I've, I've had this, oh, I've been in this place of staunch denial and an unwillingness to see because seeing has felt so painful. Seeing who I have been, the pain that I have caused, and you know, one of the flip sides to this double, double-sided coin of power is equally seeing our power to create as our power to destroy, our power to destruct, our power to hurt and harm. And a part of this truth-telling serum that this episode is becoming is being able to be transparent and clear about this deep feeling of sadness and disgust and anger about the hurt that I've caused, the hurt that I've caused myself and that I've caused others that I have brought into my relationship and the fear of what people will think of me if they saw this side of me. What if people saw how wildly I have behaved? What if people saw how I denied, how I distorted, how I've been dishonest? What if people saw this side, right? Because true colors are a spectrum, just like a rainbow is a spectrum. I have true colors in the realm of generosity and service and selflessness and love and joy and creativity. And I have true colors in the realm of pain and fear and destruction. This this is the full range, the full spectrum of the feminine. The one who can create and the one who can destroy. And I'm of the belief after having created this kind of experience for myself that we don't really know the fullness of our power until we see what it can do. Now, what I will say is I'm seeing my power to destroy. In in full transparency, I don't think I have given myself the opportunity or that I have committed myself consistently enough to see my power to create. Now, side note, I have created... Many beautiful things. I've created my business. I've created this podcast. I've created programs that have allowed women to create transformation for themselves. i I am not denying any of that. But there's a next level that I'm ready to transcend to, that I am ready to step into and and take responsibility for. And a part of my initiation and graduation into the next level is being radically honest with myself. And by extension, honest with you, whoever is listening, that this is a part of my process. And it it may not be a part of yours. Perhaps you are not someone who is motivated by moving away from pain. Perhaps if you've created the kind of life for yourself where you're motivated by moving toward pleasure, then you don't need this radical destruction to get you to where you want to go. And kudos to you for creating that kind of life for yourself. That is, that is where I'm heading. That is what I'm choosing to create for myself now. I have had a very high threshold for pain in my life because of the pain I experienced as a child. And because of the fact that in experiencing deep, profound, ongoing pain in my relationship with my mother for most of my life, I learned that that was what it took to get love So pain seemed like a necessary cover, a cover charge for having anything that I wanted. And I'm here to dismantle that belief. As the dump truck passes by, (laughs) I guess I'm ready to dump all this old stuff that just doesn't feel like me anymore. So what's here? If, if any of this sounds resonant for you, if this is speaking to you in some way, if you have seen yourself choose conditioning and choose patterning, if you've seen yourself choose anger, choose fear, choose sadness, choose destruction, if you've seen someone in your life do this, what, what's next? And, you know, if this is someone in your life, then you, you have no control over their path and what they choose. But if this is you, and if you're ready to move beyond this, what does it take? You know, that's a question that I have asked myself. What is it what is it going to take for me to repair the damage that I've created in my relationship? What is it going to take to turn aspects of my life in a direction that is beyond what I can cognitively conceive of? because I've never created it before. What is it gonna to take to continue to be radically honest with myself and radically transparent in the moments when I wanna fight back, when I wanna deny, when I wanna go back into the patterning and into the trauma response? It takes it takes radical commitment. It takes consistent commitment. If I want to create the kind of relationship for myself that will change the world because of the kind of power that each of us brings to it, I have to create that transformation in myself. And I think the first step of that is being radically honest about who I've been, where I've been, what I've chosen, what the impact of my choices have been on myself and on others, and what I'd like instead. And I wanna emphasize the what I would like instead part because we can sit in psychoanalysis for years. People do it, people do it for 30 plus years. And I can talk about my mother wound and my inner child and all of it. And I'm, I'm down for it, I love it. However, my practice traditionally has not been in the area of deciding what I wanna create instead of thinking about what I don't want anymore. So here's what I'm committing to. With you as my witness. And if this is resonating for you, I would love, love, love for you to reach out to me on Instagram at leanoto underscore L-E-E-N-O-T-O. And I want you to tell me what you're creating. I want you to tell me where you've been struggling. I want to start a conversation. I I want to be a space where you feel you can be radically honest, maybe for the first time ever, about how you've been showing up, about the change you'd like to see in yourself, about what you're committing to. I'm here for that. Please allow me to be the space that you can be honest in. So I'm committing to consistency. I'm committing to seeing myself over and over and over and over again, no matter how hard it feels. And I'm committing to seeing how beautiful I am. How much courage it takes to be able to share something like this, to be able to see something like this within myself, to be able to hold myself with such fullness, in my fullness, in the fullness of my beauty and in the, in the fullness of things that seem ugly to me. Because I want something different. I want, I desire a life unlike I have ever known before. And that looks like open and honest communication, authenticity, open heartedness, being able to open my heart, not feeling the resistance inside of needing to be right and not wanting to be wrong, not feeling the resistance inside of feeling like I need to save myself from being taken advantage of. I'm stepping into the reality where I trust that everything is happening in my highest good in my business, in my finances, in my relationship. And I'm an agent in creating that transformation because truly I've created it all. I've created the destruction. I've created the closeness. I've created the beautiful moments that I've had with Ani. I've created the money in my business. I've created the clients. I've also created the the misalignment, any misalignment that I've experienced. I am responsible for all of it. My commitment is to remembering that over and over and over again, because when I do, I recognize that I can create all the things I desire. The impact, the service, the perfectly aligned clients, the wealth, the travel, the downtime, the business of my dreams, the optimal health, the amazing sleep, the phenomenal sex, all of it. So this is my journey to transformation. And while there is a part of me that wants to keep this under wraps because it seems antithetical to the concept of my business that I have not yet figured it out or that I have not yet created what I am helping others with, I think it is so important to be radically honest and transparent about the journey that it takes to get there. My commitment is to opening my heart to you, sharing myself with you so that you can see that you're not alone in this journey and you can see that it's possible because we're going to do this together and I will be with you every step of the way. Please reach out. If I can support you in any way, I would love to support you because I would have given anything to be supported and I will say that Ani has been, oh God, the most phenomenal support of my life. And it was challenging because he was the one I'm in relationship with. So if I can support you in your relationship, whether you're in one or not, in relationship with yourself, in embodying your inner high priestess, please do reach out. Thank you so much for tuning in today to this very unique and different episode. Thank you for witnessing me. Thank you for being willing to see whatever parts of yourself are available for you to see. I love you so much. Whatever journey you're walking, you're not alone. Until next time, much love, good vibes. And may your journey through transformation into the fullest, most expressed, most authentic version of you be filled with breakthroughs, be filled with joy and ease, and be filled with the most amazing things life has to offer. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please leave a 5-star review and subscribe to the show and spread the love by sharing this episode out on social media and to all the powerful women in your life. And if you're ready to play full out and create heart-throbbing love, hop on over to my website to see all the juicy ways you can do just that. www.lenoto.com Fellow wild woman, I appreciate you. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and all the good vibes.